The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dr. Raman Ki Atari is a powerhouse of positivity that will leave you spellbound. And he's with us here today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Toby, for having me at your show. Well, it's great to have you on the show today. Now, you are a global authority on speed. What is meant by speed in this context? Uh, good question, uh, Toby. Um, we're talking about the speed of uh, employee development. We're talking about bringing our people, our team members, our leaders, managers to a stage where they can do first time right. Mm. Anything they deliver, they don't have to rework. That Uh means they are at a stage where they're proficient, they master the art, now they are delivering consistently. And uh, that's the speed we're talking about. Um, But uh, many times, you know, uh, when I talk about this topic of speed, people think that I'm talking about a mad rush that pushing (laughs) employees to deliver the task or projects. But that's that's very short-term gain of speed there. But the real long-term gain, what we're talking about is let's make them better and they will deliver faster than your competitors. Yeah. And what are some of the ways of making people fast and speedy? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think there are a lot of lot of ways. I conducted a, a research for uh, almost for about a decade, yeah. uh, trying to figure out that how employees or people can be uh, putting that particular uh, mark in a shorter time. Mm-hmm. I approached about 70 world-class uh, organizations. And that was my basic questions. How did you develop your employees and your workforce uh, to be at that point in a shorter time? Mm-hmm. And I came back with uh, lots of different strategies. But uh, for this show, I'm going to share one key concept, what we call a speed enabling ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like this, you know, uh, the way you have your kid and uh, when you want to develop your kid, you give your kid a, a sort of culture, an environment, a nurturing, development, interventions. So same way, you know, we're saying that if we want to mature our employees at a faster rate, we're going to need to give them an ecosystem, which consists of their managers, consists of technologies, it consists of peers, team members, what kind of support they get. And it also includes coaches, mentors, and other experts in the company. So fundamentally, we align all these elements together to make them grow at a faster rate. Yeah. And a lot of people, perhaps no matter how hard they try, find it really hard to push ahead in life. Is it always possible to be fast and have the speed? I think uh, there are a lot of factors here. Um, We are talking about combination of personal and professional life. Mm. So there are a lot of factors that basically pull people back. Um, 
what I realized from my own personal story is that uh, it's not all about, you know, external. It's mostly the internal factor which keep pulling people back. Um, what I realize is that uh, people don't progress faster if they don't have clarity. Yeah. The moment we give them the clarity, they don't need motivation or inspiration anymore. They already got the fuel to move forward with that clarity. So most of the time when people start keep figuring out where exactly am I going to go, it slows them down because they don't have that clarity. So yeah. I think that's the major, major pull factor. And there is another factor, what I realized in my research is that even if people have clarity, most of the people think that it's their race. They are solo in that race. It's, it's they are the one who are going to need to go to the other end. But in reality, if we think we don't work alone in companies and organizations, we work with people. Yeah. In our social circle, we interact with people, we work with people. So if we start leveraging the ecosystem around us, the resources, the people, the connections, the relationship, the managers, and all the other things that surrounds us, it actually speed up our journey. Yeah, that's for sure. So then how did you come about being a global authority on the speed in the first place then? Uh, that's a big question. Uh, I'm going to take you a little bit back to my mm. childhood. Um, I am actually physically disabled. I, I mm. can't walk. I got to polio when I was six months old. Mm. So first thing I lost in my life was the ability to walk. And alongside, I lost the ability to have speed, to be able to match pace with other kids uh, of my age. And that was the point. Then I started figuring out, you know what, there must be some better way for me to move forward. And my best bet at that point of time was to immerse myself into learning. Uh, I tried reading every possible book I could put my hand on. And slowly, slowly, I started loving that part of the learning. Yeah. And then I started reading and learning ahead of my age. And that was my beginning to try out what's the potential my mind holds. And that put me into that path of uh, trying to experiment with my own learning. And uh, soon I tried to see, you know, uh, my X factor is if I can learn faster than other kids. Yeah. So I started with that thought process in the, you know, in the childhood. But slowly, slowly what happened is that I started doing a lot of experiments. And it put me into a path where I earned two doctorates. And then I earned over 100 international credentials in a very short span of time. So yeah. that was a, a sort of evidence that, okay, we can actually speed up our learning. And that was the number one thing which put me into the learning field. Today, I am a learning leader for a Fortune 500 company. Mm -hmm. And part of uh, my job is to really, you know, figure out uh, engineers' uh, uh, proficiency path and speed it up. And yeah. uh, on top of that one, I also did a quite a research for about two decades with uh, some of the best organization in the world. Because mm -hmm. if you see speed is very important in business, right? Yeah. So that's where I, you know, kind of my specialization come, uh, come about. Mm. And being unable to walk, I guess it sort of takes a lot of your independence away. So it's interesting that you've done so well in your life and have also launched a sort of campaign, if you like, for people to be successful. And I guess your own struggles has catapulted that and made you have perspective. Uh, yeah, you are right. But I think if I, I begin with the, with the thought process that it's me. Mm. I got to need to make difference to myself. First, I got to need to impact myself. At that point of time, it was uh, my only goal was 
to be as good as other kids or be better than them right i mean i wanted to have an x factor at that point of time and that's the whole whole goal i had that i had nothing in my mind that i'm going to do some sort of movement or i'm going to be going out into society and helping other professionals yeah. but it was my journey at that time but uh, interestingly my journey came about uh, with the outcome that now i am able to help other people because i learned through those struggles and i mm. thought about that I figured out the ways how other people can learn faster and I think there are certain ways they can. Yeah. And how come you know so much about this? Like what makes you an authority? Have you done a lot of research on this? Yes. Um, I had done uh, quite a research in fact I have two doctorates in learning and uh, in fact our doctorate journey so it was pretty uh, I would say struggleful. Um, but uh, it was so much I was interested because as your your question was that how it came about you know yeah. uh, in my mind to be able to create a movement or a forum for people to really yeah. figure out the, those strategies so in the beginning uh, it was me yeah. i was trying to accelerate my own learning i was trying to stretch my own limit and that was the reason i went on for about 100 international credentials but then um, part of that one i thought something that works on me may not work on other person because their context is different the situation may be different their challenges may be different so is there a universal way that works for everyone so that's where i started going with the deeper research with my two doctorate and i figured out there is science behind how to speed up your learning and performance and uh, once i accumulated that i also realized not many people in the world are actually doing research in this area Mm-hmm. and that's where i started having the right kind of connection with the right experts out there and i started building that know-how little by little little by little and that's where my movement about uh, helping people uh, yeah. came about mm. and who do you think speed applies to is it just the people wanting to get ahead or the people at the top maybe do they need to know it to help the people at the bottom or maybe even push further in their own lives speed is applicable to everyone yeah i'm going to kind of slice this uh, answer down into a few buckets um let's talk about in our personal life hmm. in our personal life most of the time we struggle to figure out the things hmm. and we spend lots of our time trying to figure out our path which path to go which way to go and once we have found the path we don't get enough guidance or support and uh, as a result we move very less so that mean in the same amount of time if you could have achieved a lot you could have propelled yourself further into your life but you yeah. are spending a lot of time figuring out so that's where i think Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Speed matters. But when I say personal sense... I don't mean to uh, say that we have a race or we have competition with the other. Mm-hmm. I think personally, our competition, competition, our race is with ourselves. Yeah. We want to surpass our own standard. We want to excel. We want to attain the excellence. So it's all about how soon you can reach to a point where you say, yeah, I'm striving the excellence. I'm going to take the next step uh, forward, but I'm going to go there faster so that I have time to do a lot of other things. So that's the personal domain. Professional world always have been speed savvy, uh, time savvy, because time is money in a corporate setting or professional setting. Mm. And uh, I I think it's not about just uh, money, but there is other factor also. If you are an employee, you go from your home to your office to do a good work and you go there, you want, you have this intention of doing a great work. You want to have a sense of pride or achievement. And guess what? If you can't contribute to your job, you're not going to come home feeling happy. So that sense of achievement only comes when your employer, your manager, your leader help you achieve that point where you can contribute. And we say that's the point of proficiency. So it's very important that your leader or your employers take you to that point faster. So speed is very important for your personal uh, uh, feeling the pride of the job, right? So it's not just about money. Meaning money factor is there when we shorten people's journey, when they are able to deliver the best customer uh, service it's going to translate into money. It's going to translate into a lot of competitive opportunity. But personally, it means a lot to people. Yeah. So you've written a book called Speed Matters. What is behind the book and what can we just expect from it in general? Uh, Speed Matters is uh, the book I have written mainly for uh, executive CEOs and the top management uh, Mm. uh, leadership. Uh, This came about from my research with the 70 best-in-class organizations, those who have mastered the speed. And not every organization out there can master the speed. As I said, uh, most of the organization, they feel by pressing their employees with an aggressive timeline, they are achieving speed. But that speed is very uh, short-lived. It's a mad rush. 
But the real speed comes when we bring our employees up to speed in a shorter amount of time, because then we deliver the customer service, which other competitors can't. So that's the you know science behind that speed that came about from my research. So that, then I built all that science into this book. And one of the key pieces that came about is most of the organization don't even know how to measure speed. Yeah. They, they use this word accelerate, uh, that we're going to accelerate this, we're going to speed this one up. But unless you cut the time out or unless you measure it, you don't know you're speeding up. It's just like a speedometer in the car. If you don't have that, you don't know at what speed you're going. Are you going slower than the market? So I wrote this book for an upper level management and leadership to understand that there is a mechanism by which they can measure the speed. There are metrics which they can bring into their organization. And that's how they can translate a speed savvy culture. Yes. And how long did it take you to write it? Because I'm guessing because you'd already done all this work over the years that most of your research would have been done for you almost. So my research took about eight years. So I was pretty actively engaged in eight years, but then out of that eight years research, a lot of know-how came about. Mm. And a big piece that came about is obviously the strategies, that how do you speed it up? But then part of that one, that equation was a realization that not many organizations actually understand speed very well. So that's where I put together this book first to educate them. It's my gift to the corporate world that, okay, here's the book, here are the metrics, read it, and you can get to have understanding about that speed, the nature of speed they need to bring in their organization. Strategies, how we daily speed it up, we can bring that, we can talk about, uh, you know, kind of uh, maybe at a later stage, later phases in their education. But right now, the education our executives need is how speed matters and how they can bring that one into their organization. Yeah. And what would you say are the main messages and takeaways from the book? I think my major message uh, in the book is that speed is very important. Yeah. And the speed we are talking about here is different from the speed of uh, creating a mad rush. Mm. So I wanted to create that distinction for them. And then I wanted to give them a, a mechanism. How do they measure speed? How do they quantify speed? What kind of metrics they need to bring into their dashboard in the quarterly meetings, uh, just like other business metrics, and how they can have hold their managers and the leader accountable mm-hmm. to really report those metrics. And part of this uh, takeaway is also very important piece is, why should they care about speed? How other organization has benefited from speed? So I brought in some great evidence there that when you shorten the time to readiness of your employees, it yeah. uh, translates into great amount of retention. It translates to a lot of employee engagement and loyalty, as well as millions of dollars of uh, cost awareness, I would say. Mm, that's, so that's the overall takeaway is they, they're going to get from the book. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite interesting. And have you written any books before or is this your first one in a bit of an exciting adventure? Uh, this is my uh, 16th or 17th book. I wow. uh, lost, the, uh, <laughs> lost the count now. So so I, I have written about 20 books. I think mm. about 17 are already published out of that one. So this must be my 17th book. Um, before that, I have written some books on uh, a different aspect like uh, accelerating the skill acquisition mm-hmm. or accelerating the uh, leadership. There are yeah. certain books I have written on a technical and scientific domain. 
And uh, as well as I also written some books on ours. So yeah, I right. write a range of books. Uh, yeah. But lately, I have been more focused on translating my research into books. Yeah. And what got you into all this writing in the first place then? Yeah. So uh, as a child, I loved uh, writing a lot of things like stories, poetry, and a lot of other written pieces that I used to, you know, kind of create. Mm -hmm. But uh, I never got any chance to publish all those things yeah. um, because there, you know, there is a sense of, uh, I would say, fear. You can say, or you mm -hmm. can also say that perfectionism. We want to make a perfect piece out there. And uh, back then, there wasn't a lot of. Uh, uh, infrastructure available, you know, yeah. even the accessing or reaching out to publisher without internet wasn't even yeah. possible. So all those things kind of stayed in my cold files. So yeah. eventually I kind of brought those out and uh, pub started publishing. But uh, most of those things start started in my childhood itself. Yeah, for sure. And going back to the fact that you're not really able to walk. Do you have a lot of strength? Because I take it, it takes a lot of that to overcome that limitation. And so how exactly did you do that? Uh, good question. Thanks, Robbie. Um, I think that my, uh, it came about late, not in the beginning. In the beginning, I was struggling just like any other disabled person. Yeah. I was trying to figure out that how am I going to live with this? So my first tendency was that, uh, am I ever going to be a normal kid? Am I going to be able to do the things that other kids are doing? But the answer came about is no, I will never be able to do those things and never be uh, what they can do. So then the question, logical question I asked myself is, what's my X factor? What's my edge? What, is, what are the things I can do better than others? And I realized that my immobility itself was uh, a gift because it put me into the chair. And when you're tied to a chair, what are you going to do? You don't have any social distraction. You don't have those spoiler friends. So <laughs> you're going to hold a book. You're going to get immersed into that world. Yeah. So it, I figured out that if I can do this, I can do something else. And that something else became my path. So yeah. I think um, when people get into some kind of adversity, and uh, they keep thinking about adversity rather than if not this, what else? Yeah. So what else was my path, which I had taken in my life, and that's how I overcame that. But mm. it has its own struggle. It uh, took me many years to get the clarity I needed. Mm. Yeah. Well, where are we able to find your book if we want to read it? All right. Um, I think your listeners can find me at my website, ramankatri.com. That's yeah. my name, website. And that website, I have lots of learning nuggets, a lot of uh, learning blogs and mm -hmm. reports and videos, which they can actually, you know, start watching, start reading. And hopefully they, that will put them into the path of speeding up their own learning and performance. Otherwise, uh, they can find me in any of the social media channels. Uh, my handle is uh, Dr. Raman K. Atri. Doctor is a shortened form, Dr. Yeah. Raman K. Atri. Everywhere you, they can search me, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, it's same handle. So that's the, another way to reach me. Great. Well, thanks very much for coming on the show today. It's been a very interesting chat. Thank you so much, Toby. It has been my pleasure to be on your show. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show. 